0: The responses and dialogue are not included in this recording. The views expressed in this content are solely those of the original contributor, and it do not necessarily speak to the entire West Friends community. Thank you, Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Scripture reading this morning is Isaiah 43, verse 19. It's uh, page 705 in your Bibles there in the pew, if you want to find it. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a new way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Stephen, we did it again. (laughs) Our messages um, are aligned this morning. I also wanna read a poem for those of you who love poetry in our gathering this morning to start us off. This poem is called A Complex Movement. Over and over again, it becomes known The peace we seek is seeking us. The joy a full bud awaiting our attention. Justice in our hands. Longing to be practiced. The whole world learning from within. From within this thrilling moat in the universe. Laboratory, labyrinth, internalize demands. You are the one you are waiting for. Externalize love. Bind us together into a greater self, a complex movement, a generative abundance, an embodied evolution. Learn to be here. Critique is a seductress. Her door is always open. So what if you get some? we are going further, past reform, to wonder. This requires comprehension that cannot fit in words. Out beyond our children, beyond the end of time, there is a ceaseless cycle, a fractal a fractal of sublime, and we come to create it, to soil our hands and faces, loving, loving, and loving ourselves, and all our places. During the last few years of my time at Eastern University, my group of friends began to dream about what spiritual community would look like. We were reading a lot about alternative communities and how we could step outside the prevailing culture of consumerism and individualism we were excited and inspired. One of our inspirations was the novelist, poet, and environmental activist, cultural critic, and farmer, Wendell Berry. We were specifically stirred by his manifesto, The Mad Farmer Liberation Front. In it, he calls for us to do something every day that will not compute. To love someone who does not deserve it to ask the questions that have no answers, to plant sequoias, and most importantly, to practice resurrection. We took this phrase, practice resurrection, as a kind of motto, and we began dreaming about what practicing resurrection would look like. Each of us had had grown disillusioned with the Christianity of our childhoods. And we decided to be intentional about bringing new life to our expressions of faith in Jesus. As many of you know, we moved to Denver to start an intentional community, seeking out all these goals. But the motto wasn't enough to save it. And it too found itself in the grave with no hope of resurrection. During my first few months here at West Hills, I wanted to keep carrying this manifesto into my work and ministry at West Hills. I even gave a message about this eight years ago. I talked about what practicing resurrection meant. I started planning youth group projects and conversations around the topic. And yet, when I think back on those days, I can honestly say that I didn't really fully grasp the spirit of the idea of practicing resurrection. The motto was tied up in wistful ideas of building beehives, community gardens, and sharing practical life skills like woodworking and canning vegetables. These were hopes of mine, but I always felt like I didn't know exactly how the phrase fit into those hopes. When I tried to explain it, I always felt like I was forcing something Soon, the idea of practicing resurrection faded away, and I moved on to other things. And then, just a few weeks ago, I was doing my usual scrolling online. As is common, I began to feel helpless, overwhelmed, and frustrated. News articles, tweets, memes, and videos all highlighting the darkness that exists in the world. I logged off and tried to carry on with my day, but the weight of that time on the internet just hung around me. That night as I prepared myself for bed, I heard one and clear phrase echoing inside me, practice resurrection. It stopped me in my tracks. Suddenly it all made sense. If you're a human being in 2018 and you spend any amount of time paying attention to the news, you will know that things feel especially dark, heavily heavy and hopeless right now. The experience of helplessness seems to be a symptom of our time. What can we do? What is the right way to move forward? We may be eight months from Easter but it is never too early to remember that we've been called to be Easter people. The resurrection of Jesus in all its mystery and wonder sits at the heart of the Christian tradition. Somehow I wish we could have found a way to make a symbol of an empty tomb instead of a cross to be our central symbol. But if looked at in the right way, the cross can be an ironic symbol a repurposed and reclaimed symbol. The cross was a tool of capital punishment. And by defeating it, Jesus took the power out of it and said instead, this symbol will be a reminder that death does not get the final say. I don't know about you, but I need that reminder almost every day, that death and darkness isn't the entire picture or that it gets the final say. Because many, d- many days feel like that. Many days we feel like people crying in the wilderness. Where are you, God? Where is the justice? Where is the peace? Why are the people suffering? Maybe God is whispering an answer, practice resurrection. In order to be successful at something difficult, we need to practice. Practicing something requires intention, it requires patience. It also requires us to keep the purpose of our striving in mind at all times. It can also be like a rehearsal for a main performance. We Christians have this mysterious promise of resurrection after we die. And Jesus modeled that for us. This piece about being Easter people means that we hold closely to the idea that death, darkness, and suffering do not win. But we don't need to wait for the big finale at the end of our lives. If we believe it, then let's practice it. Let's keep working at bringing new life into the world each day, beating back darkness at every moment. We can do something every day that doesn't compute. We can love someone who may not deserve it. We can ask them questions that don't have answers. We can plant a sequoia or a community garden. We can use our imaginations. We can think outside of boxes and bubbles. We can do all of it now. We can go ahead and practice. I think this is the part that was disconnected for me a decade ago. Sometimes, in order to know how to practice bringing new life and light into the world, we need to know about the darkness. Ten years ago, I didn't know all that much about suffering. The only injustice I knew existed in books and news articles. I hadn't seen it for myself yet. I had to see and feel the weight of it. So what now? Well, I'm still fascinated about the creative potential of communities like ours. Here we are, a collection of people all inspired by the work of bringing new life into the world. What would it look like for us to make a collective run at this? I still get excited about the work we can do together, but admittedly, sometimes I can get carried away When I think about all of you, I see the ways you are already doing the work in the world, in your workplaces, in your homes, in all the communities that you are a part of. You are bringing new life into the world in beautiful and unique ways. Sometimes just telling someone the way you see them bringing new life into the world is all that is needed for them to actually see the ways they are already doing it. So let's do a little experiment. In your bulletin, there's a green piece of paper. And if you were one of the people that decided to uh, share a bulletin, I thought about that. <laughs> I have some, some more. Um, we need some passed out. Okay, while those get spread out, we're going to take a few minutes of silence and uh using the blank piece of paper in your bulletin, I want you to look around the room and I want you to write a quick note to someone telling them how you see them bringing new life into the world, okay. I have some more paper. Yeah. <laughs> If you can pick one person today and then spend the rest of your week writing all the others. All right, let's take a few moments to do that. For those of you listening online, I hope that you'll uh, feel invited to go ahead and pause this and take a moment to send a message to somebody on Facebook or maybe an email and, uh, and participate in this activity in this way. And then when you're done, come on back and hit play, and then you can listen to the end of this message. So, go ahead, go do something amazing. Lighten up someone's day. Okay, maybe this time you didn't get a note, but if we had the opportunity to do this a couple more times, I guarantee you, you would have gotten a note. I know that for me, being reminded of the way I am bringing light into the world helps me feel re-motivated to keep doing that thing. I'm able to carry it with a bit more confidence. And what was the experience like of looking around the room and acknowledging all the people in our community and how they're bringing light into the world and feeling like you had to choose? who to write a note to. When we get used to the practice of acknowledging the light in others, it not only encourages them, but it helps us remember that darkness is not winning. It is a new way of seeing. Our work as West Hills friends can be a collective effort towards practicing resurrection in the world. We are already doing all kinds of things. So, during open worship, I wonder if you might think about the little ember glowing inside you. I wonder if you might give it a little oxygen, a little, and see what happens. What light is waiting to grow for us as a community? What are the ways we can be Easter people? And what about yourself each and every day? How can you build into your life the practice of resurrection, of bringing new life into the world? How does your looking and acknowledging the darkness move you towards action of being a torchbearer?